Good evening. I'm Gary Hall, the interim dean of uh, Bloy House, and it's my privilege this evening to uh, begin a conversation about um, uh, the next session, the next three chapters in Bishop Michael Curry's book, Love is the Way, and the chapters are chapters 5, 6, and 7. Uh, chapter 5 is a chapter about self-love, about being true to your own heart and how that can open your uh, the door to another's heart. Uh, chapter 6 is a chapter about how uh, we uh, do the work of love in collaboration and um, struggle. And the seventh chapter is a chapter that uh, discusses Martin Buber's groundbreaking book, uh, I, Thou. So in the course of the next, say, seven or eight minutes, I would just like to say something about each chapter and then uh, refer you to the um, uh, conversation questions that are in the uh, study guide for uh, this evening. Chapter 5 is about self-knowledge and self-love, and uh, it reminds me of uh, the, the famous chapter in um, uh, Thomas Merton's book, New Seeds of Contemplation, uh, where he talks about salvation as being um, acceptance of and knowing your authentic self. Uh, most of us, if not all of us, uh, enter adulthood by means of fashioning a false self. Uh, we do that, we imitate uh, uh, traits and habits and uh, abilities that we have seen in others and we think are lovable and praiseworthy. And uh, we begin to uh, uh, adopt this sort of uh, false image of our false self as a way of getting out of childhood and entering the adult world. And most of us enter the adult world uh, firmly, uh, firmly ensconced in a false self. And it isn't really until uh, something breaks down. We often call that the midlife, midlife crisis. It isn't until something breaks down that um, we're thrown back on uh, uh, our resources and we have a choice. We can either uh, have that midlife crisis and spend our money doing all kinds of silly, self-destructive things, or we can reassemble ourselves uh, based on the vision and notion of, of our authentic self. And um, Bishop Curry tells the story of the great jazz musician John Coltrane's decision to heal from a life of drug addiction. In some ways, a drug addiction was John Coltrane's false self, and uh, uh, his genius turned out to be his true self. Uh, and Bishop Barbara Harris's choice radically to be her true self in the face of rejection and oppression. And Bishop Curry's decision to be fully himself in most of his ministry that we know of, but primarily in the royal wedding, where instead of imitating an English preacher, he preached as himself and got worldwide recognition uh, for the authenticity of what he had to say. So um, my first thought is, is that knowing yourself and loving others as yourself uh, is key to the ability to really uh, love others. And we can love others only out of our own authenticity. 
And so we owe it to others as well as ourselves to do what we can and to discover both the authenticity of who we are, but also to understand that who we actually are is, is, is totally lovable on God's terms. Chapter 6, Bishop Curry talks about his early years as a priest, and he talks about this parish in Lincoln Heights, Ohio, a suburb of Cincinnati, which was a poor uh, community and a community with a shrinking tax base because of the closing of the factories there, and how um, his decision to work with others, white allies in more affluent suburbs, but also uh, other uh, other uh, Christian folk, lay and ordained in his own community, how he realized that as a priest, he could only face into uh, the struggle in, um, in, in that community by what he calls collective action that's grounded in love. Uh, and he, he's, not, he's not romantic about how that works. I mean, he's very honest about how much work it is to work with others, to build relationships with others, uh, and, to, and to make common cause with others, and to learn to compromise uh, and, and, see, and see the validity of other people's points of view and what we do. But uh, his, his point about that is that uh, Christian love is a corporate thing. Uh, yes, we are loved as individuals, and yes, we are accepted as individuals, but we are in a community with one another, and we can only face into the problems uh, really besetting our own individual lives and our common life if we bond together with others of goodwill uh, to, to work to uh, address the problems that, that, that beset us all. And so Chapter 5 is about knowing yourself and loving yourself. Chapter 6 is about working with others and understanding that we, uh, we can't get very far uh, if we try to go alone, uh, but that we can really get a lot accomplished if we do things together. And then Chapter 7, Leave No One Behind, um, is a chapter that's based on Martin Buber's great book, I, Thou. Uh, and Buber basically said he was a rabbi, a, a, a great, a great rabbi, who uh, and a philosopher who talked about this idea that most human beings, most of us, uh, deal with the world where we're the subjects and everyone else and everything else is an object. He calls that an I-it relationship. And so, as long as I um, think of every everything in the world as an object, anything that's not me as an object then um, I tend to uh, think of everything in the world as something that exists for my purposes. And Buber says the only true way to real intimacy is to, to think of the other person, not as an object, but as a subject, not, a, not an it, but a thou. And uh, it's only then when I understand that you are as much of a subject in your own consciousness as I am a subject in my own consciousness that I will be able to um, work, not, that I will be able to love you and be open to you uh, as, as not only I want to be, but as, uh, as, as, as love really invites us both to be. So uh, I, 
I've given you some study questions to look at tonight when you uh, work in your groups about about this these issues. Uh, there is no real opposition the idea of self-love and love for the other. Uh, you and I are called uh, through the witness of Jesus to really uh, give ourselves in love and to try to uh, more and more make ourselves into the image of love that we know in Jesus. We can only do that first by accepting that we are worthy of love and then by seeing that others are just as worthy of love as we are and that our path to true wholeness and happiness is in solidarity with each other to address the great needs and great hopes of the world that is in so much pain. So thanks for your attention, and um, uh, I look forward to your conversation tonight as you reflect on these three wonderful chapters from Bishop Michael Curry.